Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Gloucester Park tonight and Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657. And another big night of harness racing tonight. We've got uh, the two-year-old Colts and Gildings Westbred and also the two-year-old Phillies, both worth $100,000. Some great racing there. Uh, also, we get to see Shockwave return. What a return it was to the track last week. And we'll talk to the man who drove him or sat behind him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hang on. Shockwave, he was just an absolute... Uh, he was in beast mode last week. Uh, and it's great to see him back firing on all cylinders. And it's hope he can get to Victoria for the Victoria Cup and show up some of those, uh, some of those Mexicans over there. Uh, but a big show coming up. We'll deep dive into uh, a few races with our man Scott Bomber-Hill and uh, a man who's been in great form, Benny Cray. He'll be joining us a little bit later on and uh, hopefully tip us a few winners over on the East Coast. But a big welcome to uh, Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Yeah, morning, Rads. Great to be here as always. Looking forward to a huge night at GP tonight. Past President's Cup, so we've got Shockwave, Mighty Conqueror, Patronus Star and don't forget about Perfect Major. Yep. A Lombardo, Phillies and Mares, plus we've got the two-year-old Colts and Geldings Westbred Classic and the same for the girls, the two-year-old Fillies, plus we've got uh, Too Fast, Too Serious going around, so lots of action, but last Friday night, Shockwave, and how well is Nathan Turvey going? Just a treble oh. last week, absolutely. Yeah, great form, oh. great co- great combination with Emily as well. Yeah, certainly is, and that was a great, uh, well, as I said, it was just a great night's uh, pacing last Friday night. Really looking forward to our guest this morning, Mickey G. Yeah, like we said, he was the one that uh, had to hang on last Friday night behind Shockwave and uh, he's just kicking goals in each code, yes. so it's going to be great to have a chat to him. But before we do, Michael, yes, was great to see a proposed overhaul of the racing calendar was presented to the Harness Racing New Zealand Executive Group and some of the leading trainers. Is that something that happens here in Australia or has happened in WA? or Australia? I'm not sure about the other states. Um, we're going through the process now, the feature race calendar. Um, I've spoken to a few trainers, but uh, I'm not sure about the process that Rawa goes through as far as... Uh, so they don't talk to any trainers? I'm not sure. I couldn't answer that. I can tell you what I do. Oh, Michael. <laughs> o- honestly, you've got to talk to the people that know how to program horses as well. But anyway, uh, what's happening with the new mobile barrier, Rads? I'm not sure. Uh, oh. That's that's with integrity. I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay. I, d- I don't know. I s- it, it's sort of it, being it's a bit there. cagey there. You just well, don't I don't know. know. No? Okay. I don't know. It's 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 there. That when the guy come over from Victoria, child him. Nothing wrong with him. Okay. So what was the reason for the upgrade? Um, because they needed a new new car. New car. Okay. <laughs> they needed, right. which should be used, but I d- I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You, right. You've got me against the ropes here today, Morris. Yeah. No. Because I just. 
you know, people said, well, they're better in... They are. They're all-wheel drive and, like, better in the wet conditions, but I'm, I'm not too sure why they're not being used. But if it's not good enough for the current mobile to get around, then surely it's not good enough for the horses to get around. Anyway. Yeah. We digress. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I've finally made him go red. <laughs> Yeah, well, there we go. All right, is that, is that it? There's only two. Uh, that, no, well, I wanted to know about Harness Racing New Zealand, who are, by the sounds of it, um, consulting with their leading trainers, and not just the leading trainers, just a selection of trainers across there, which is mm. what we, of course, should be doing. There you go. I'll leave that with you. I know that's a bugbear of yours, so Absolutely. maybe you can bring it up. Yep. All right. Uh, this segment, before we get into Mickey G, is uh, brought to you by Retrovision. Your local WA electric floor appliance specialist, RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. 60th anniversary, Morts. This, six, it's not my 60th birthday, no. it's Retrovision's 60th birthday. We're giving away 60 prizes in 30 days. Oof. Either come in store and buy something or just go to our website and just register there for your chance to win a prize. That simple. And RAC members save an extra 5% every day at Retrovision. Yep, they're as local as you. <laughs> Retrovision, what a Dug great that went out of the closet. What a, what a what a great what a great company they are, and they're, they're the best in electrical appliances, as we know. All right, let's get uh, into our guest. Before we do, let's go back a week and uh, Shockwave. He created a bit of interest with his return. They bet two dollars ten about him, Crazy. and uh, he made that look well well overs as he just highballed it in front. Let's go back a week and uh, listen to Shockwave with Michael Grantham in the sulky. Back on the inside as happy as Larry. Kiriskiro to the outside. And then came Tyler Brett. Further back, Volt and Timber. Shockwave had bolted away. And 28-7, the third quarter, he's home and hose. About 20 metres in front. Now getting into second, perfect major on the outside of as happy as Larry. Kiriskiro's down the outside. But Shockwave is going to absolutely bolt in with a devastating performance in the Winter Cup. Shockwave by 25 metres to perfect major Kiriskiro. Fourth got tight vault and tin yeah he won by five or six lengths against a, a, an open class field and that was just a devastating return to racing and the man who sat behind him joins us now michael grantham welcome to the program how are you michael good morning rad what he's going yeah really good uh, what what was it like sitting behind shockwave last week it it certainly looked awesome to watch yeah well, i think when you you opened up the show um he said, "I I was uh, I was the only the driver, but uh, I was literally just a passenger that that evening." And um, he uh, he's I think it's more his um, I don't know maybe his his ability ability to to just to run those sectionals and and still have something left at the end. I know it wasn't really much um, of an ask out the gate, which I was very thankful for because he can get going, but. Uh, when Bully did come around and, you know, at the breeze, um, you know, Shockwave just went from, you know, neutral into, into first gear and then um, he was away. I know his, his last half wasn't exceptionally quick, but I didn't really need to, to ask him for any more because he had done it prior to all that. And um, being first up over 2,500, I, I think Ryan had him had him spot on for that night. And, um, you know, it was a bit of a shame we don't get to steer him tonight, but um, it was obviously Aiden's drive and... Um, Hopefully, I can be the second stringer if anything happens again. He seems to have, as you say, that's that high cruising speed where he does it just within himself, but just can just churn out those sections. Yeah, I was saying to Ryan, um, you know, and obviously they know that as well. Is 
when if he's a bull and he wants to run, that's great because um, when he doesn't want to run and he's a bull, we're going to probably have problems. So at the moment, he can run those sectionals that are crazy and it just um, puts everything out of their, their comfort zone and um, he's the one that always comes out on top. He's obviously got a few little tricks to his uh, um, uh, in his bag there around his manners, and it, it's just going to be frightening to uh, see just how good this horse could possibly be once he gets a couple of those a uh, couple of those things under control. Mickey G. Yeah, I think so, Mort. Um, he, I think Ryan was more nervous for his mannerism um, other than him actually going around, and his manners were like they were superb the other night, but. I think the more he gets into his races, the the better he comes. You know, he's he's couple of trials. Ava said that he was great leading into them. Um, you know, and obviously being back at headquarters the other night, and he does do all his track work there, so he knows he knows what it's all about. But um, like I said, he he is a bull, so you sort of got to go with him as well. But um, I guess tonight, you know, I, I'm not driving him obviously, but I would say that they would settle back and they would get him to relax. And um, I think he probably is. He's as good as he is with a sit as he is in front, so good luck to him. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's a very exciting horse and uh, just must have helped cap off what was a remarkable weekend for you uh, last weekend. You drove Shockwave on Friday night. You um, you drove Dr Tom at uh, Bunbury on Saturday night and then you had to high-footed up to Kalgoorlie on Sunday where you got a training double then came back on Monday, threw one out, Miss Lamar, and that got up as well. So it's been a pretty massive uh, few days there for you, Mickey G. Yeah, well, it was um, a few restless nights, especially um, getting home late from Bunbury and then, um, you know, having two of my own runners. I do get pretty nervous, so um, <laughs> fair to say I was pretty happy to, to have an Arvo nap on Wednesday. <laughs> yes, you, uh, you you took off at, it was at three or four, four in the morning to get up to Kalgoorlie? Yeah, yeah, I got up early and um, we got into them and uh, yeah, we ended up leaving about yeah three thirty four o'clock and up there by eleven thirty. But um, when you get there, there's no real rest. It's um, it's um, all go and then before you know it, you're already on your way home again. So it was um, it was a pretty quick trip, but a good trip in the end. How are you finding the cross codes, training the thoroughbreds, and also uh, driving and uh, doing a bit of track work with the the, the um, paces? I love it. Um, you know, it keeps you going, I guess. And um, with all the responsibilities, it um, it just keeps you going. You don't feel lazy, and um, yeah, it's great. Look, I'll never give up the trots. You know, that's you know, I obviously started at the gallops as a jockey, but um, you know, the trots have been great to me. So keep supporting that. But um, you know, I've got well, eleven in work now, so it's um, it's starting to starting to get a little bit much. But we'll just keep weighing it out and hope for the best. I'm glad to hear that you're certainly going to keep uh, keeping the harness uh, industry because you're a, you're a great driver and um, you know we've seen you steer some some very good winners over the trip. Uh, as a jockey, you had um, a, a, only a very brief career around about uh, 16 to 18 months, but you still managed to to ride 97 winners uh, in that time, I believe, which is uh, which is an amazing achievement when you come across to. Harness. How did you find the transition from sitting on top of the horse to all of a sudden sitting behind one in the gig? Well, I was pretty lucky that um, my uncle, Mousy Brennan, he um, obviously was foreman for Hawley at the time. And, um, oh, you know, when I was sort of younger and I was um, going out to their Hazemere property and I used to drive him, you know, Seen used to just put me on an old horse and he used to just bang around there. So, you know, it was obviously a little buzz because I like going fast. And then, um, 
when the, the time come, I uh, was able to, you know, obviously drive track work for them at the Guildford track and whatnot. And oh, it, don't get me wrong, it was, um, it was, it was, <laughs> it was pretty hard. I, I got told plenty of times that I was never going to make it. And um, people, when they say that, it makes you try a little bit harder. So when, um, when I had to make the change, it took me a little bit to get into it, but I did have a lot of support from a lot of people. And um, without that support, I probably probably would never have got a chance to, to do what I've done today, I guess. Yeah, as you mentioned, you mentioned your, um, your, your connection with Mouse Brennan and, and Lara and you obviously form a, a lethal combination with them and a, and a great connection. You've driven plenty of winners for them over the over your time in harness racing. Yeah, I have. Um, obviously, they've been my number one supporter, and um, you know they've supported me as much as I've tried to support them. And um, you know, I couldn't couldn't tell. I've probably driven three quarters of my winners for them, and uh, we have got a great relationship in that way. So um, people do say it's hard to drive for your family, but it's it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you've been in the top 10 for the last couple of years in both the Metro and the State, which is a, a credit to you. Um, tonight, and also before we get on to tonight, it must be must be good now that you're forming a relationship with, with Ryan and, and you're getting considered for drives like Shockwave when, when Aiden can't drive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, I think it all started when obviously you had Speedwagon and um, what are the odds in the same race? And um, obviously Mr Jevons was... was thoughtful enough and Ryan obviously put my name forward and um, I was able to drive Speedwagon on that occasion and you know I obviously started it off with Blue Blazer as well for, for them and yeah I, I guess I'd done the right thing by them and um, you know they, they repaid me by even giving me that thought of um, driving Shockwave and um, no it, it's great you know it's um, you know, it's always, always a bucket list to drive the best of the best at the moment or your, your whole career you, you know there's a lot of people that would die to drive shockwave and um I, I, I was one of them to do it so it was great yeah he's pretty loyal kevin jevons uh which is which is great he, yeah, he's, he supports um uh, the drivers that have that have supported him so uh it's good to see but tonight you're, you're driving what are the odds in the um in the group one and i'll tell you what he's got a terrific chance now he's actually got a barrier draw in one of these big races he's done nothing wrong he's um he's just a funny horse when it gets off the track um, like he doesn't hit a knee or anything like that. He just, I don't know whether he just turns it up or he, he just likes to be up on the speakers. Every time I've sort of um, asked him for an effort when he's in front, he, he gives a lot. And, um, you know, today I'm, we're not going to, oh, I haven't really spoken to Ryan to tell you the honest truth, but I don't really want to be taking no prisoners tonight. Um, the one will lead, you'd assume. Um, but, you know, I, I don't want to be, pushing myself back in in a race like this where I'm I, I I know that I'm good enough to sit in the breeze um you know I've beaten the Mickey Taker and the Mickey Taker's beaten me so um I if it beat the one horse last start sitting outside it so I can't see why I couldn't do the same um obviously we're gonna have to be content early but um you know if, if, if he's good enough I think he can he can sit outside of and win tonight and it's a it's a Cracking field at yeah. uh, Q2 oh, West Brent, it, so. it would. I don't think I have, oh, well, you know, not that um, I've been around for so many years, but obviously I've had the chance to drive two-year-olds and whatnot, but it's nearly one of the strongest Colts and Geldings, well, you know, two-year-old field that I've seen in a long time. 
Yeah, there's plenty of depth and, and yeah, absolutely. And it's it's the, the the ability spread across the. There's not one standout, which is really good. It comes back to to luck in running, I think sometimes, and also just uh, getting getting no no bad luck, which is which yes, is a big thing. Absolutely, and uh, you've got some other very interesting drives, and one comes up here in uh, in race one, a horse by the name of Palagroso, and I saw in the last word, which Timmy Walker puts out that Ryan Bell said would hold the front if we got it. He won't chase from behind, so time to try or die. So look forward to your drive on that one, Mickey G. <laughs> That's a typical Ryan Bell special, that one is. Um, look, well, the instructions he, are pretty I'm clear. Never... <laughs> I'll hold it flat and don't look back by the sound of it. Um, look, I've never driven a horse before, but obviously he's got, he has got a ton of gate speed, and I had a look briefly, and I thought I could get across them. Um, yeah, I think I think, uh, to be honest, if he did leave, you know, being 2,500, I don't really know how strong the horse could be. But, you know, like a horse like Strike Team I drove last week um, in the final race and he went super. I got held up for a run and, and that. But, you know, he can really fly the gate so he can give us a wave. So I guess with Ryan's tactics, um, you know, that that's what, we, what he wants to do. So I'm going to have to abide by what he wants me to do as well. So... Um, if if I do get it Keith early, well, and he gets in his own way, I guess he could probably run a place if, if that's how Ryan's thinking. And of the other, you're driving for your, your uncle Mouse Brennan and the other three, but uh, Valentine's Brook probably looks the best of those three chances, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. I He's oh, such a funny horse. He's, he feels like a Mack truck and then you try and, you know, you drive him like that and then he gets a bit wandering and then you try and drive him for a sit and he hits the line hard, but doesn't you know quite get there so i think tonight that if he doesn't burn the gate and he can just work across to to wherever he's comfortable um and can sort of move into the race at his time um he's not without a chance but um he's probably is the best winning chance of of mousy's horses tonight but um obviously velvon's drawn drawn the one um so Every time he draws one, he either gets held up and runs a flashing fourth, and then when you get a chance to go, he sort of wanders late. So um, he's a bit of a one to watch, but um, I think Valentine's look would be the best of them. Yeah, it certainly looks a good uh, good night for you on paper. And just one last question. You said you've got 11 in the uh, thoroughbred stable. You're still looking to expand numbers there. What's the ideal number of horses for you, Mickey G? Yeah, look, it's um, you know what it's like. Uh, you know, you get offered a horse, you're mad to say no. Um, you just got to try and work out your rate tally and 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 what you're comfortable with. You guess at the moment, I'm pretty comfortable with the number I've got. But you know, like I said, you never say no to a new horse. And um, you know, I've, I don't have many runners, but I do my best. I'm off on the way to trials now that I've got a couple of horses on the trials, so they got called off on Monday. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's all it's all starting to fall into place, and um, it's uh, obviously a path that I've always wanted to take. So hopefully, I can continue it on, and um, one day be up there with the best of them. I've got no doubt that you will be, Mickey G. You're a hard worker, and anybody that can just you know go around on a Saturday night at Bunbury and then jump in the truck at 3 a.m. in the morning is uh, dedicated to hard work, and you showed that as a jockey as well. So all the very best. In your career, mate. Yeah, great to see you kicking goals in, in both codes. And thanks for coming on the show, uh, Mickey. And uh, good luck tonight. We'll see you at the track. No, any time. Thanks, Pete, for that.
There you go, Michael Grantham, and uh, great form in both trots and gallops, and uh, going well. And what a thrill it is to drive Shockwell! <laughs> like it's just, you know, he what was an experience. You know, just, just awesome. yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, all right. Uh, we had Group 1 racing last week uh, at Gloucester Park for the three-year-old Westbreds. And uh, as we go to the break, that uh, man, Nathan Turvey, who's in great form, wasn't Emily this time. It was Gary Hall Jr. who got the call-up. And uh, they combined for better beach bell to win the three-year-old Group 1 Westbred Phillies Classic. So coming off the back, still better Beach Bell out in front from Captain's Beach Babe. The inside running third star for me. Now Blackjack Baby's coming five deep, coming with a big run out wide, but the leader just got away there. Captain's Beach Babe leads away from star for me, running second. On the outside, better Beach Bell. Here's Blackjack Baby putting in the sprint down the outside. The leader, though, is better Beach Bell. Down the outside, Blackjack Baby, star for me coming through. In front, better Beach Bell hanging on from Blackjack baby and better beach fellas won it from blackjack baby and third star for me you're listening to talking trots with morts and michael radley on sen track this is talking trots with morts and michael radley on sen track Coming off the back, third quarter in 28-7 and hitting the front is Otis with Torx up a storm and Finbara is four deep, letting go with a good run. Magnificent is out five deep as they corner. Here's Finbara coming with a big burst after Torx up a storm and then Magnificent in the straight. Torx up a storm grabbed by Finbara. See Ryan Fly is getting out as well and flashing in front. Finbara though from See Ryan Fly and Torx up a storm. Hall keeps it going and Finbara. Finbara too classy and beats See Ryan Fly. Torx up a storm and Fourth home, little happy fella from strike team. Otis knocked up. Yeah, lazy group one double there for Gary Hall Jr. This time combine, combining with uh, his father, Gary Hall Sr. with Finn Barra. And congratulations to the ownership team that contained Maxie Grimberg, who's a member at Gloucester Park, a great bloke, and Bill Patterson. Their first group ones, and they've owned plenty of horses over the years. So good to see. Really good to see good Finn Barra break through uh, for a group one and Paul's been patient with him. He's shown ability, but targeted the race and, and they've got the reward. So great effort there. This segment brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda. Corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. Go see Anthony and the team. They'll look after you, Morts, as you know. Particularly this time of year, end of financial year. They yep. they do oh, have stock. specials, yep. And they do have stock and now is the time with that... Uh, Instant write-off, get down there and see the team. But we well, we love our Mazda. Oh, yes, of course you do. It's Beautiful great car. car. Beautiful car. All right, let's welcome into our good mate Scott Bomber-Hill, fresh from tipping the card at Bunbury. If you follow him on tip, uh, Twitter, at Hill Bomber. If you don't, do yourself a favour and start following Bomber. First of all, congratulations. It must have been a big thrill backing and tipping the card and hopefully it rolls into this week. Yeah, absolutely, guys. It was uh, yeah, a massive thrill. It's been a long time coming, 30-odd 30, 30 years in the making, and, uh, yeah, gone pretty close a few times, but never actually managed to, to nail them all. So, yeah, that was a good one to tick off, that's for sure. Yeah, no, it's very, very hard to do. But, hey, let's see if we can tip four winners today for the punters out there or, or get four winners for them. And we're going to start off at uh, race number one on the card, um, which is um, the Westside Auto Wholesalers 2021 News Car Dealer of the Year three-year-old. It's a really good three-year-old race as well as we have a look at the Tab Touch market. Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry. And under the altar is $41. The Swiss Maestro, 26 Pelagroso, 101 Give us a wave, $4.80. Pelagroso, 
Power Play six dollars, Strike Team six fifty, Little Happy Fella seven dollars, Armor Einstein five fifty, Finvara scratched the winner of the Group One last week, Sugar Street three seventy to two eighty, good money for Sugar Street inside the back line, and Verano at forty one dollars. There is six six of the eleven uh, six of the ten runners under double figures here, Bomber. Which way are we got to go? Yeah, I'm with number ten, Sugar Street. I, I think he's the best horse in the race, and uh, we get a, or we got a really good price. And I still still think his value now as a result of the poor draw. But I think ultimately it'll have little effect. He's he's a horse that can, he's pretty versatile. He can let it all unfold early. Where I think Power Play looks to to cross those inside him, but hopefully he has to do a bit of work. And then uh, I can see Sugar Street working to the breeze, and and you know he's just a very very strong type, and he can rip a really good last half and. I think he'll be too strong for them from the breeze. And, and even if he can't get to the breeze and they run it really strong throughout, he can come with one run, and I'm, I'm confident he runs over the top. Uh, Chris Lewis from Power Play. It's easier with Finvara out. Good chance of leading. And as I just said to Mickey G, uh, Ryan Bell said on Palagroso, would hold the front if we got it. He won't chase from behind, so time to try or die. So there's some... Uh, could be a bit of fireworks there, uh, early bomber, and um, set it up nicely for Sugar Street. What's the staking plan in race one, number ten? Yeah, I like that. That uh, that'll certainly help if um, if that's the case, and we get plenty of power up front. But yeah, uh, I think his class will show Sugar Street and a two-unit bet to kick us off. Great way to start, Sugar Street. Yes. So two race one, bets. get it race nice and early. Early, that's right. Fill up your tab touch account. The next race we've got to look at is race number two, and it is the Rock and Roll World, World Best Bloodlines, and he's very well-bred Rock and Roll World for uh, Bob Fowler and the team at Allwoods by uh, Rock and Roll Hanover, out of a cl- very close ride to Captain Treacherous and Art Major and a few others. He's very well-bred um, uh, Rock and Roll World, and we look forward to seeing his progeny over the next couple of years. But let's have a look at the market for race number two with Tab Touch. The Veranda at 2.40 in from 2.60. Fancy a Dance, 2.45 in from 2.50. So the... Uh, one and two are where the most of the market is. Uh, Valentine's Brook at twelve dollars, uh, Kadiro at thirty-four dollars, our Mister Kelly at fifty-one, Major Artist forty-one, our sequel ninety-one, the Suleiman ninety-one, Secret Operation ninety-one. That rounds out the front line on the back line. Mister Layton eighteen dollars, Alter Intrigue at nine dollars, and Caveman eight dollars into five dollars. Who was a tragedy beaten in that stand start last week? Even if he goes away at even with them, he just he beats them. Yep. But tonight, back into a mobile. That's the uh, punting on stand starts, Bomber. What are we going to do in race number two? Yeah, that's it. I uh, yeah struggled to uh, come to terms with that one for a while on Friday <laughs> night. It was enormous. But, uh, yeah, and I was very confident that he, he was going to win that race at a good price. But, yeah, the gallop certainly didn't help. Uh, but, no. yeah, tonight... Sticking with him, uh, actually going to back two horses in this race, both from the second line. I think both um, Fancier Dance and also the Veranda will go pretty hard early. Uh, Fancier Dance can tend to fire up a little bit as well. And if they can just run along really, really strong, the two that get a great run through from the back are Outer Intrigue, who follows Fancier Dance all the way. And, and of course, Caveman, who will drop onto his back. And we've seen Caveman, he just absolutely loves following high speed. And I think this race sets up nicely for these two to get into it late. Gary Hall Jr. on the veranda. He will lead and be hard to beat. Uh, Alter Intrigue, he's a winning chance. Will 1-1 on the fancier dance. Who will put pressure on. He needs pressure on. And 
our man Chopper Reed. He will wait and go with 1,000 metres to go. He worked well this week and is well within himself. Uh, good to see the prices on the Harness website are uh, close again, uh, Rads. What's our staking plan in race two here? Yeah, I think, uh, as I said, we'll back both Outer Intrigue, one unit, and also Caveman, one unit. They look to get the run 1-1 one, one and 1-2 one, in the... And just, uh, yeah, with a bit of pressure on up front, you know, they, as I said, they both love following speed, both love the distance, so they're going to give us a, a really good side at odds. All right, beautiful. That is race number two. One of the co-features tonight is the two-year-old fillies, Westbred Classic. $100,000 and wonderful to fly is $1.45 in from $1.55 from its opening price. Uh, good luck to Shane Young and the team because uh, she's a great chance uh, going from uh, the west side uh, feature last week into the West Bread and let's go back a week and uh, listen to uh, Wonderful to Fly just be much too good for opposition in the West Side race. Around the outside, trying to run on is See the World. And Miss Sassy's following through nicely as the first four player. Bramotti's steps found nothing. Extraordinary Mary, well clear. Leads 10 metres, Bond Star. It's running home gamely. And then came third, third is See the World, but wonderful to fly clear. From Bond Star, See the World, Miss Sassy. Wonderful to fly is doing it okay. Second, Bond Star. And then came See the World, but wonderful to fly is safely holding Bond Star. And wonderful to fly by three metres to Bond Star. Six metres away, third, see the world, a break to Miss Sassy. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. 29 seconds, the third quarter, past the stadium and follow the music, going really well, leads two metres. Bushwhack is trying very hard. Northern Gaze works into the clear. 7-0 Trump's got checked and then came Tomless Jambo, the inside, an infinite sign, but away goes, follow the music in the straight. It's home and hose as it races away. Tomless Jambo gets up on the inside, battling on strongly as Bushwhack coming through late as Hoculani and battling on as Northern Gaze, but it's an easy win to follow the music. Won it well from Tomless Jambo. Yeah, that was uh, Follow the Music last week in the West Side. He goes into the Group 1 West Bread tonight and the old combination of Oliveri and Lewis combining there. Uh, and we'll have a look at the um, the Group 1 in just a moment, uh, which is race number five tonight at Gloucester Park. But before we do, this segment brought to you by Loans123. Car Loans Debt Consolidations. Contact, or who do you see? Uh, the great man, Steve Sell, the nude nut. The nude nuts at loans123.com.au. And as we all know, Morts... Yep, you can't be helped No, if you're a lost cause. Correct. If, 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 if the a nude nut can't sort you, you just can, cannot be sorted. That's certainly correct. All right, let's have a look at uh, one of the other co-features tonight and dissect it. It is the Allwood uh, Stud Farm two-year-old Colts and Geldings Westbed Classic over the 2130 metres for $100,000. And we have a look at the Tab Touch Market and Flow Rider. The sales classic winner, 5.50 into 4.20 after drawing the pole. What are the odds? Very confident Michael Grantham said he's going to drive aggressively tonight, $7 into 5.50. Paul Edward, winner on Monday, 41 into 31. Following the music, the winner last week, $21. Tricky Mickey, the favourite. Open 4.20 into 2.80. Unders for mine, but uh, good luck to Mortz and the team uh, with Tricky Mickey. Bushwhack, $91. Meteoroid, $91. 7.0 Trump, $91. The Mickey Taker. At 550, uh, Group One winner, and then on the back line we have Rock on top 340, Timon Bilas, 
Tomless Jambo at 61 <laughs> and Idolise 71. Quick save there, Mutz. Bomber, which way have we got this race? It's a great race, a lot of ability across the uh, park and the market's uh, pretty competitive. Which way are we going? Yeah, another one of these features where the barrier draws made it a cracking race, but uh, Flow Rider's the leader. I think there'll be a few take turns outside of him and it sets up a really, really good run for Flowrider's stablemate Rock on top to follow him all the way through. He absolutely smashed the line from well back in the field last week and I think he's going to be up on top of the action here tonight. Just needs a bit of uh, bit of a gap late with uh, hopefully Tricky Mickey working to the breeze and putting a lot of pressure on the leader. Gaps open up and Rock on top can run a so sub-27 last quarter off that scenario. So he's the one I'm with. Well, you haven't heard, um, but Michael Grantham was almost implying that the death's not there for anyone. Yep. Which which would almost which would actually come into rock on top's favour, I think, there for for us there because it just put a lot of speed into the race, and he's got to camp behind him. Yeah, that'd be. Oh, look! I just think it's a, a, a great race, very very strong field, and like Bomber said, the Barry draws made it interesting. So yeah, looking forward to it. Um, What's the staking plan here for race five, number 10, Rock on Top? He's a two-unit bet, and, um, yeah, whilst I'll be cheering him home loudly, if it doesn't look like he can win, I'll be uh, certainly cheering home Tricky Mickey for you, Mort. Best of luck there. Uh, thanks, Bomber. I won't be cheering for Rock on Top, I can tell you, but uh, I'll certainly be cheering for Tricky Mickey. But just <laughs> looking forward to the race. It's going to be a good one. He's, he, Mort's has already done his betting, to 420 into 280. No, not me. <laughs> Tricky Mickey. Not me. Um, left it in the bag on Monday as well. Apparently, a bit of money for him on Monday as well. All right, let's have a look at the that, final race. We got to have a look. Sorry, wasn't you? Was it? Was it you? Was it? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael Holtham, stud master at Allwood Stud, the final race of the night, and cavalry call at two seventy infant three forty. Blackjack Zach seven fifty. One for Dave and me at five fifty. B seventeen twenty six dollars. Just Barney, 23. Beach Skipper, 23. Q-Town Rip Roaring, 26. Woolleye Rock and Roll, 440. Tiffany Rose at 26. Um, and that's the front line inside the back line. CC Chevron, 31. Pierre Whitby, 480. And Walsh at 17. In the last race, how are we going to get out? Well, how are we going to increase our winnings, uh, I should say, Bomber? Yeah, we're going to keep this one pretty short and sharp. I think Cavalry called from one's the leader. Blackjack Zach will have a little look from next door, but can't see him crossing. And uh, I think Beach Skipper ultimately ends up in the breeze. But, yeah, really, really good horse in front. Cavalry call over the 21.30. And I think Kyle will just rate him perfectly and he'll dip home too quick. Could be an interesting race. Kyle Harper can win. Matt Scott, racing without luck, aim to lead and stay in front. And our man Lindsay Harper on Beach Skipper, it looks tough, not an overly strong field. He's better on rail, and the only way to find that is if he leads. So, be an interesting start. What's the uh, staking plan? Race number nine, horse number one. Yeah, two unit bet to finish off. He's a really, really good leader, this horse. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, Kyle's one of the best raiders in front on uh, genuine chances. And, you know, I can just see him just rolling along in front and just having that nice little kick late. Well, sounds like you're a little bit confident tonight, Bomark. Three two-unit bets and uh, one for a little bit of value is stuck in the middle. So, mate, uh, good luck and uh, thanks for coming on and we'll speak to you next week. And I hope you get three no, winners no, tonight, no. Bomark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And once again, best of luck, Morts, and I uh, hope you have a great night out there and enjoy your weekend.
Yeah, thank you. All right, uh, as we go to the break, let's go back a week. And um, it was a great night for Bomber at uh, Bunbury in the last race. He was going for seven out of seven. Um, just like Turbo for Robert Abercrombie and Shannon Savalco. Uh, his namesake's going all right as well. Tommy Turbo, for, who plays in the state of origin on, uh, on uh, Sunday, Sunday night. Tell you what, there's not a better player in form either, Tommy Turbo. He's just tearing teams apart. Hopefully he does it again on Sunday night against Queensland. But let's go back and it makes it um, a sensational seven for uh, Bomber Hill at Bunbury uh, last Saturday night. Anyone's race with 3.50 to go, 29.3 next quarter. And just like Turbo at the 2.50, about a half to Stormy Skies. Ideal Whitby around the outside, and then no pips given back on the pegs ahead of Pontevivo, and they call me Stooge. Into the straight, just like Turbo turns in. Ideal Whitby coming up stride by stride. Just like Turbo, Ideal Whitby. It's the two favourites fighting it out. Ideal Whitby coming at just like Turbo. Just like Turbo, Ideal Whitby. Just like Turbo holds on and wins. Just like Turbo from Ideal Whitby and Stormy Skies are lengthened to half away third. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Responses at the tail. They work past the 400 metre marker. Third quarter, 28 7. Expensive ego held together, leading by a long neck. Black Sedans won't go away on the outside. I'm a sports star third. Chevron's reward three wide. Will the Wizard four wide? Then jumping jolt. They turn and burn now. 200 metres left to run. Expensive ego leads the way. Margin five metres. Black Sedans is trying hard. Then I'm a sports star. Chevron's reward. Will the Wizard. He's got ego. He's got swagger. He's got Game, expensive ego, too good. Wins well. Yeah, he was in fine form, Chris Barsby, uh, with the McCarthy's returning to Queensland last night. And if Mandela people was named after you, Morts, expensive ego is probably named after me. <laughs> <laughs> King of Swing also won, and Spirit of St. Louis, it was a McCarthy a thorn up in Albion Park, just like the old days, Morts. Yes. Like the old days, Luke McCarthy dominating Albion Park. Yes. And speaking of dominating, Last Friday night at uh, Royal Newcastle, our next guest, Ben Cray, was in excellent form. He certainly was. Before we get to Ben, this segment brought to you by, because he's got a sponsor. Of course. Everyone wants to get yep. on board. Yep. Steel Blue Boots, built for comfort, made for work, like Ben. I was going to say, absolutely. <laughs> and 730 stockists nationwide, and they are the best work boots, as Ben Cray would know. How are you, BK? No offence to uh, the Blue Steel Boots. Can I get, like, Qantas as my sponsor or something like that? You know, some other, <laughs> where you where know. are you going to... You're in New South Wales. Oh, where I are you going to travel? Everyone, no one yeah, wants you in there. Yeah, no one wants you coming. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Maybe Have you got into lockdown? No, no, we're OK here because I'm only 15 minutes south of the Gold Coast. So uh, <clears throat> we're, we're OK here. I'm right on the board. So no dramas up here. There's no such thing as COVID. Never has been in my side of it, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we going? Royal Newcastle today again. We've been in great form. What have we got for us today? Tonight, Rads, we're going to start off in race one. Mitch Chappell, uh, I like number seven, Rockley Ruler. He's really been going well, his horses. Mitch, he uh, managed to beat one of ours last week, unfortunately, but he's a very good trainer and he's driving this one. And Rockley, Rockley Ruler, uh, once upon a time, was a pretty good horse. It sort of didn't have much luck last campaign. I don't think. Um, back to uh, this looks a winnable race. Number one, one reason is the favourite. It walked out of gate one last time. Does have Robbie Morris replacing Blake Hughes, but Blake's a pretty good driver. So, 
Look, it might get out a little bit better, but there is a bit of speed outside it. So I'm hoping that it doesn't lead, number one, for one reason. Uh, number four, some sort of hope there. Mifutioso um, Toro, some of the uh, commentators would love saying that one. But I like Rockley Ruler here, number seven. As I said, it's one four from 15, three from nine at the track, four from 13 at the distance. And if you go back to December where its best probably uh, form was, it did lead from gate four in 56-4. Uh, and one here. I just think it uh, had a little bit of a break. It's first up for five months here, and uh, if, it, if it just got this anywhere near its best, it'll be hard to re- beat around the $2.70, mark. That's race one, number seven. And then we're going to go to race three, and we're going to stick with one of our winners from last week, <clears throat> uh, number 10, Ailsan. This, this race doesn't look any harder. It has got the second row, but it is up to 2,000 metres. I expect Jack Brown to uh, get on his bike and probably get to the death seat again, where it has raced in its last few races. Uh, last week, sat in the death at over a mile, and they went 154.6 and just kept kept on bopping and won, and that's a pretty good time around Newcastle. It is up to 2,000 metres, has won two from 14 over the distance and another four placings, so I don't think that'll be an issue, to be honest. And uh, this race doesn't look really too much harder than what it's been racing. Number three, O'Daddy, probably the leader there. It did go quick time winning over a mile when leading, but I thought that was an easier race, to be honest. I think Alsan... It's just flying at the moment, it's, and it just keeps finding. Every race it gets in the death seat, it keeps finding. Once two out of its last three and ran second in its only one where it didn't win. So uh, it's hard to uh, ignore that type of form around the 252-60 mark. That's race three, number 10, Ailson. Thanks, BK. And even uh, better, the first couple of races, we'll be able to get a bank for, as we go into Gloucester Park uh, tonight, mates. Thanks for your time, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thanks, boys. Have a good weekend. BK, who's in great form. Yes, he had a great weekend. I'd follow him on Twitter, and it's always worthwhile because yeah. he does. <laughs> Not only for the tips. Oh, just uh, the general humour. Yeah, very good. <laughs> he doesn't take any prisoners, BK. No, he he loves, loves an argument. Yeah, he does. He does. Which is outstanding. Yep. No, we love Certainly that. Is. All right, mate, it's been a big show. Mickey Grantham was great. Great information oh, as well around uh, his a couple of his drives. Uh, and Bomber sounded very confident, didn't he? Yes, so hopefully Bomber gets three out of four. Mickey G was outstanding, really uh, enjoyed that chat this morning. Yeah, and uh, good luck to you tonight, uh, Mortz, and the team. Thank you. Um, Going to need it. Yeah. Take, um, what is it? Uh, Tricky Mickey? That's the one. They're all the Mickeys. They're, <laughs> they're moulding into one. Plenty of Mickeys, but no, going to need a bit of luck. Uh, you know, third up uh, over the um, after the short backups, not going to be easy, but Justin Prentice, G Hall Jr., Yep, beautiful. All right, hopefully you see everyone out at Gloucester Park tonight. First race at 5.22 Western Australian time. Until next week, it's bye for now. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.